Should your podcast take a holiday break? Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 292. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning in-depth podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. Christmas and New Year's Day are holidays that are coming up at the time of this recording, but there are many other holidays, including these, that affect people differently. So I want to talk about whether you should keep podcasting or consider taking a break during a holiday, whatever that holiday is. I cover this a lot more thoroughly in a members-only webinar I did for Podcaster Society. The title of that webinar was How to Prepare Your Podcast for Breaks. That's one of the many resources to help you improve your podcast, not to launch. The assumption is you've already launched. Now, how about improving it, growing it, making your podcast better? And that's available exclusively in Podcaster Society. So if you're interested in joining that, registration is open right now. Go over to podcastersociety.com and get immediate access to the community, the training, and the support inside of Podcaster Society. That's at podcastersociety.com. I have four basic things to share with you on helping you decide whether you should take a holiday break for your podcast. Number one, know your audience. Number two, know yourself. This is starting to sound really philosophical, isn't it? Number three, plan ahead. And number four, think long-term. If you want to follow along in the show notes for this episode, number 292, then go to slash holiday break. Number one, know your audience. First, you need to know their geography. What holidays affect your audience? The easiest way that you can know this is, well, by asking them, but also by looking at your download stats for your podcast. I highly recommend Libsyn or Blueberry as the place that give you the best, most reliable industry standard stats for podcast consumption. In Libsyn, go to stats, then in the show section, click on geographic. You could also look per episode if you wanted to, but show is fine. In Blueberry, go to your stats for your show, then go to geography and world. In both of these places, depending on who is hosting your media or giving you your podcast stats, you'll then see the list of countries and total downloads or maybe per episode downloads from those different countries. Most likely, if the top country, and that is by a large margin, isn't your own country, you may need to consider whether your own holidays will matter to the majority of your audience. For example, Memorial Day, President's Day, Independence Day, Labor Day, and Thanksgiving, that is November Thanksgiving, are nationally observed American holidays. Some of these may be known outside the United States, like Independence Day and Thanksgiving, but that doesn't mean they're observed outside the United States. And the others, some people don't even know. What's Labor Day? What's Memorial Day? What's President's Day? Any of that. And Other countries may have similar holidays. For example, Canada has their own Thanksgiving, but their Thanksgiving is in October, and it's very much a different kind of Thanksgiving than the American Thanksgiving. So it's very possible that a holiday that affects you may not affect your audience, or a holiday that affects your audience may not affect you. Regardless of how you let a holiday affect your podcast, 
I always recommend being inclusive to those who may not be familiar with the holiday. So instead of being vague and saying something like the holiday this week, be specific, like saying it's Independence Day in America this week, so we won't be releasing an episode or something else like that. So people don't just wonder, wait, what's Independence Day? What does the movie have to do with you're not releasing an episode or these other things? You can be inclusive. You don't have to explain what the holiday is all about, but at least give enough details so people outside of your regular demographic can understand why it might affect your podcast. Also consider the immediacy when you're knowing your audience. It's good to know the timelessness or long tail of your podcast episodes. Most podcasts will get the majority of their downloads within the first 72 hours. And in 2016, Edison Research reported that 73% of podsumers played an episode within 48 hours of accessing that episode, whether by download or by stream or by some other means. If your podcast has this same immediate consumption pattern, then timely events and holidays may have a greater effect on your audience. So if you're saying this week, then when your audience is listening, it is most likely this week to them. But there may be a few days delay, especially if you release your episodes near a weekend, either on just before the weekend or just after the weekend. It could really affect how quickly your audience consumes your podcast, depending on the style of podcast you have in your audience. So you might not want to say things like this weekend, but be a little bit more general to say this week or this month or soon or coming up, things like that. But if your podcast has significant downloads continuing after the episode's first week, then your podcast has some good long tail. And if that's the case, then these timely events may not be as relevant to your audience because a lot of your audience is listening months and months from now. Look at your stats for an individual episode and you'll see the kind of pattern I'm talking about. Your first couple or few days will have big spikes in downloads. That's totally expected. Your first 72 hours being the most popular for your podcast. Then it starts to taper off. And then what happens after a couple weeks or even one week? How many downloads are you getting per day for that individual episode? If you're still getting hundreds or thousands, your podcast has good long tail. The podcast that I hear often respected for really good long tail is Mignon Fogarty's podcast, Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. And it's very understandable because it is timeless content. It's relevant content. It's content people find in search engine results. It's great content that is valuable years after release. So it has really good long tail. People are downloading it. Hundreds or thousands, tens of thousands maybe, of people are downloading it years after an episode is released. For most of us, though, we're not going to have that kind of long tail for our podcast. So do think about the immediacy of your podcast and of the consumption patterns of your audience with your podcast. Also think about lifestyles when you're thinking about your audience. If you know your audience is affected by the same holidays as you and they consume your podcast quickly, you should also think about the prominent lifestyle of your audience and how your podcast might fit into that. Consider, for example, Christmas and New Year's Day, which seem to be the most prominent international holidays that for the most part are celebrated or forms of them are celebrated around the same time throughout the world. This is about a week or maybe more that your audience's daily routines 
are significantly different. They may take time off work and thus may not be commuting. They may spend more time with family and friends and thus less time alone. They may spend more time with new toys of some sort, either building them for their kids or some kind of new thing they got for themselves, and thus less time with other established habits. And they may spend more time traveling to visit loved ones, and that may seem like, yay, that means more time in the car than when they could listen to podcasts, but such traveling may be with others instead of alone. So that may mean less time to be able to consume podcasts. With this in mind, how does your podcast fit into the lifestyle of your audience? If your podcast is business-focused, then it may not be relevant or even desired around the holidays. If your podcast is entertainment-focused, it could be a way for your audience to escape holiday stress. And if your podcast is focused on something more relevant to the holidays, like family, health, religion, and such, then your audience may need your podcast at that time. So there's no real hard rule to say don't podcast over the holidays or consumption will be down over the holidays. It's really about your audience, their lifestyles, and your content, how your content connects with them. Some people will see a dip if they podcast over the holidays. Some people may see a surge. It's really hard to know with a basic formula. You can only know by knowing your audience. That's why I say this is number one for deciding whether your podcast should take a holiday break. Number two, know yourself. Be realistic here. How plausible is it for you to continue your podcast around a holiday? This really significantly depends on your workflow and what we could call your episode backlog. If all your podcasting steps, your planning, your preparing, your presenting, your producing, your publishing, and your promoting are within close proximity of each other, then you may have very little margin for holidays. This is the way I do the Audacity to Podcast as well. Each week that I release an episode is the same week that I do most of my planning, my preparing, my presenting, my producing, my publishing, and my promoting of that episode. So I don't have much margin for holidays. If I decide to not podcast on a particular week, it's a a big change in my workflow to try and account for that. If I still want to release an episode, but I'm not available at that normal time of the week, I don't have much margin in that. But if your podcasting steps are more spread out, either through batching or through being several episodes ahead of your schedule, you have an episode backlog, then you may have a lot more margin for holidays. Instead of trying to fit in an episode in the middle of Christmas, you might already have that episode pre-recorded, so all you need to do is ensure that it automatically publishes on your site. So what is actually doable for you? If you decide to podcast through the holiday, remember that value isn't measured in time. So your holiday episode doesn't have to be as time-consuming for you as all of your other podcast episodes. And it doesn't have to be as long in minutes or hours for your audience as all of your other podcast episodes. But what it should be is equally as valuable as all your other podcast episodes. Can you deliver value in a five-minute episode? I think you can. You totally can. You have that ability to communicate and give value. Sure, it may not be the thousands of dollars of practical value of a full-length episode, but it can still be value in only five minutes. If you think it will be too stressful to podcast through the holiday, then please don't feel bad for taking a break. 
your audience can understand, and they'll probably not even be surprised if an episode is missing from you during the holiday, if it's a holiday that they observe as well. I really don't think anyone will notice if you don't release an episode during Christmas time unless you say something about it or if for some reason their lifestyle, their plan, everything else is that they would normally consume your episode anyway. That's where you really need to know your audience and number two, know yourself. Number three, plan ahead. Look at a calendar to see what holidays or other events might affect your podcasting schedule. When you know what's coming up, then you can plan accordingly. For example, if you plan to take the entire month of December off for Christmas, New Year's, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, but you want your podcast to continue during that month, then in January, figure out what you're going to do. I'm saying January before December, figure out what you're going to do. You could pre-record some episodes weeks in advance. So instead of trying to pre-record four episodes in the time span of two days at the end of November, you could record two episodes per week for a month, and then you're a month ahead. So then you can schedule those episodes to release during December and release automatically. You still have good content and you didn't have to cram at the last minute to record all of these episodes. Or if you decide not to release episodes during that time, you can plan other ways to maintain a connection with your audience and continue to engage with them so you don't lose your audience, but so your audience also knows that you are on a hiatus that you're on break, but you're still engaged with them in some other way. And I get into more details on that in my members' exclusive webinar inside Podcaster Society. So go to podcastersociety.com to join if you want to check out that webinar and all of our other resources. So that's number three, plan ahead. Number four, think long-term. How will your decision today matter six months or a year from now? If your podcast is new, then taking a break in the beginning is the worst time you could take a break and have a hiatus in your podcast because it can certainly slow your growth. I'm not talking about new and noteworthy and that kind of stuff. I'm talking about starting out new. I mean, it's like if you just got married and then you decide to go on a two-month business trip without your spouse, how's that going to affect your marriage if that happens immediately after your wedding? Now, I know there are certain cases, especially like military, and my heart goes out to them for the, the stress that serving in the military puts on their families. And I highly, highly respect you for your sacrifice, for putting your life on the line and sacrificing comforts and privileges and other things that we take for granted to protect our country. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for your service. So I know there are exceptions to this and many other things. But if you're doing your podcast and you're just trying to get it started, you're trying to build an audience and then you take a month off, that's a bad time to take a month off. Try as much as possible to have those episodes pre-recorded if you are just launching so that you don't have to take that month off. Even if you are launching around Christmas time, that's a great time to still continue publishing episodes. If your podcast is more established and it's been around for a couple years, then a holiday break may not have a negative effect on your podcast like it would if your podcast is brand new. Also consider how your decision will affect your podcast relative to your competition and quotation marks around that. What if you podcast when they're taking a break? That may be a good opportunity for you to stand out, for you to grow your audience while their audience is looking for more content to feed their passion. 
Or what if you are taking a break while your competition is continuing to podcast? It might be that then your audience is hungry for that content, feed their passion. And since you're taking a break, they go looking somewhere else, they find another podcast and they might choose to stay subscribed to that podcast and drop their subscription to your podcast after you return. This may or may not happen, but it is something to consider. Also in thinking about long-term, this means that announcements of your upcoming hiatus or apologies about your breaks really won't matter once the break is passed. My top recommendation is if you are going to take a break, then put a simple short announcement episode out there to announce that you're taking a break. And then when the break is gone, you can take that announcement episode out. Like I right now have the decision of two things that I could do for an upcoming hiatus I have because Noodle Baby is about to be born. It's a very short time from now that Noodle Baby will be born. So I will start working from home. So I am on call for when my wife says it's time and other fathers will know what I'm talking about. I haven't seen it yet, but I know I'll probably see it at some point very soon. So I could tell you right now that there will be a hiatus coming up for the Audacity to podcast, an indefinite hiatus, but I'm not going to give up the podcast. It won't be stopping. And I know that some people say, oh, a baby will be the death of your podcast. I think there are boundaries in place for my business and my podcasting that that won't happen. There will still be a hiatus. So I could tell you that in the episodes leading up to the hiatus, or I can tell you that in a single announcement episode that I release when that hiatus starts so that you know it's on hiatus right now, that announcement stays in the feed. And then when the hiatus is gone, I remove that announcement from the feed. I could go back and edit episodes where I previously announced there would be an upcoming hiatus, but that's more work. It's much easier to release that one episode in the same channel where people are normally expecting content to then tell them there won't be a new episode for a while when the podcast comes back, you'll automatically receive the new episodes. And that's much better to do that, remove that little announcement and continue on with the podcast. And then six months or a year from now, that little break I took won't matter. I'm not saying at all that what happens during that break, the birth of my child doesn't matter, but the break in the podcast doesn't matter at least six months or a year from now. So think long-term when you're looking at taking a break from your podcast during a holiday. So these four things to think about are, number one, know your audience. Number two, know yourself. Number three, plan ahead. And number four, think long-term. So which is right for you? I don't think that there's a definite right or wrong answer on this issue. It really depends on you, your podcast, and your audience. Some podcasts should probably continue through the holidays, while others should probably take a break. And you need to figure that out for yourself with these things in mind that I've shared. Consider these and then make that right decision for you. You can experiment. You can ask your audience afterward or maybe ask your audience ahead of time. Do you want us to still release an episode or do you not want us to? And remember that there will always be someone who will disagree and complain. And it's usually the complainers who will be more vocal than the supporters. I, for one, and I know several others in podcaster society have said the same thing. Because we, as at least as podcasters, tend to subscribe to so many other podcasts, it's nice when a podcast takes a break. It gives us the opportunity to catch up. 
It gives us the opportunity to consume our content at a normal pace and not see a number continuing to grow on our devices of our unplayed podcast episodes. So sometimes it's nice to take a break. I really don't mind when a podcast I'm subscribed to takes a break or there's no episode during a holiday because I get to catch up on the other things. It's been Thanksgiving very recently here in the United States, and I haven't been listening to very many podcast episodes during the Thanksgiving break. So I have a lot more episodes to catch up on, which makes me then start to think, which of these are really most important for me to listen to, and which of these do I maybe want to delete and skip during this time? So if you want some more information on what to do during a break and how to prepare your podcast for breaks, then join Podcaster Society and check out our library of webinars, tutorials, and the amazing support of a mature community of podcasters. In the webinar that's inside of Podcaster Society, I give some practical steps to prepare your podcast for breaks, whether that's a hiatus in your content, like a TV show fan podcast, maybe it's a one-week accidental break, maybe it's a planned break for a holiday, maybe it's something else, you're traveling, you can't do the podcast, anything like that. I get more practical with some more step-by-step details and suggestions of how you can handle those breaks with your podcast. Over in Podcaster Society, there are all kinds of webinars, tutorials, community resources, and more to help you improve your podcast. This is not about helping you launch your podcast at all. There's nothing in there about how do you get an RSS feed? How do you get into iTunes? Because you should already know that as a podcaster. Now, if you're starting a podcast, true, that's fine. You don't know that yet. And I can connect you with people who can teach you how to podcast. What I like to focus on in Podcaster Society is you've already launched your podcast. Now you want to make it better. You want to grow it from average to amazing. That's over at podcasterssociety.com. I'd love to see you in the society. Special thanks to Ed Plumacher from iAccessVO who wrote this kind review for the Audacity podcast in iTunes. He said, informative and timely roadmap. Thank you for helping to shorten the learning curve for the launch of our podcast, iAccessVO. 29 episodes and one year later, we still find your podcast to be a valuable resource. Thank you for sharing such great information. Thank you very much, Ed. His podcast, iAccessVO, is over at accessquest.org. And here's a little sample of their podcast. Welcome to iAccessVO with Brian Fischler and Ed Plumacher. Making it happen with voiceover accessibility. And now, here's Brian and Ed. Welcome back to yet another episode of iAccessVO. This is the big one, and I'm popping the champagne. So if you want to check out iAccessVO podcast, it's a bi-weekly podcast brought to you by expert trainers of iOS devices, Apple Mac computers, and voiceover power users, hosted by Brian Fischler and Ed Plumacher. Then go to accessquest.org to check out their podcast, iAccessVO. And I have that link to their podcast in the show notes for this episode, number 292, at com slash holiday break. If you would like your podcast mentioned and a little audio shout out from your podcast included in the Audacity to Podcast, then please write a review. The link for that is over at the Audacity to Podcast 
audacity.com. And special thanks to everyone who has written a kind review for the Audacity to Podcast. I really appreciate it. And I'm enjoying checking out these different shows to discover the unique niches and passions that you have. So you can write a review and get a link in the show notes over at the audacitypodcast.com slash holiday break. I'm looking forward to my upcoming 300th episode of the Audacity to Podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun and it's a bit embarrassing too when I'm preparing for it because I want your involvement with this. Go back and listen to the first episode of the Audacity to Podcast. That's at theaudacitypodcast.com slash one, like the number one. Yeah, episode one of the Audacity to Podcast and send me the feedback, the critical feedback that you would want to give to that podcaster back then. It's okay if you want to be more harsh and critical and harder on that podcaster, because I certainly will be. I am not the same podcaster today that I was back then. I'd love to include that feedback in my upcoming 300th episode when I'll be looking back at episode one and teaching lessons from that and how you can improve your own podcast. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast.com. Thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com.